Team Tolerance, Level Up That Proud Podcast. All right, guys, look, today we're going to kind of switch it up. We're going to talk about the Michaela Brown shooting. Um, just on the surface, if you guys don't know, just kind of give you a little backstory on it. Basically, um, a young lady, 16 years old, um, kind of have, on the heavy set size. You can't really tell she's 16 because she's a big girl. Uh, calls police. Some girls come to her home, and so they get into a scuffle as the police come up. Uh, Michaela Brown has a knife. Uh, as the police pull up, Michaela jumps in front of a girl, pulls out a knife, and it looks like from the body cam that the police has, it looks like Michaela's on the verge of stabbing a girl. Uh, this girl was like leaning against the car, holding a puppy. She was like an all pink, the victim, the uh, potential victim. So Michaela, 16, was shot by the officer in an attempt to stop the Michaela Brown from stabbing a, uh, a potential victim. And the social media and all the news networks and all these news people out here in the world are talking about how the deputy should have used something different. All right. Let me just tell you guys one thing and one thing only. A lot of people are out here talking about justice for Michaela Brown. Some people are, some people are not. So because I'm a black guy, I can talk about it and I might not get as much heat as let's say an average white guy or any other racist person. All right. So I'm a black guy. I still might get some heat, but I don't care because you know what? I got to, it's got to be the truth. Truth has got to be told on this. All right. This is a 16 year old girl. The police, I saw the body cam footage. This doesn't even look like a 16-year-old girl, first off. Alright? That was a foster care home. A lot of people might think, you know, she, this girl was is a victim of her circumstances. You know what? Everybody has circumstances. Nobody's brought into this world perfect. Everybody has to deal with trauma and deal with stuff in their own way. But Kayla Brown decided to grab a knife and try to stab somebody. What is the policeman supposed to think when he pulls up to the scene and he sees a girl wielding a knife on the verge of stabbing another girl? A knife is a deadly weapon. Considered a deadly weapon. So if it's a deadly weapon, you got to use deadly force, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, what are we talking about? What's the discussion? It's on camera. She wasn't unarmed. She had a knife. All right. Let's just get that straight. I'm getting tired of all this racism. You know, as far as I'm concerned, racism doesn't exist. This is the 21st century. Of course, you might have scraps here, scraps, you know, little trinkles of it. But in general, black people don't worry about getting beat up or lynched. Are you serious? Black people do not worry about uh, getting killed by cops. Okay, I'll tell you what. Go up to any black person and you ask them. It's a, a, a balanced, decent-thinking black person. Not these knuckleheads you see with their baggy pants and gold in their mouth. No, no. Go to your average black American person. Uh, it could be any nationality, really. It doesn't have to be. And ask them who they're more worried about when they're walking at home in the dark at night in their neighborhood. Are they worried about the police at night? Or they're on, or they're another black person? Like, these things have to be said out loud. And then if you say it and you're not black 
and someone thinks, oh, you're racist. Or even if you are black, oh, you're Uncle Tom, or you're a coon. And people need to realize that racism goes both ways. Even if you're a black person in the community saying stuff that other black people don't like you to say, then you're a coon or you're some type of racially charged knuckle. You know, they say something stupid. Uncle Tom, Step and Fetch, this is all in the community. The guy who has baggy pants in and out of jail a hundred times gets more clout. Clout meaning more respect in the neighborhood. For most black people. Not all, but most. And so you point these things out. Michaela, tragic, tragic. 16-year-old girl had an entire life to live. But because these girls are so aggressive, this is not a feminine young 16-year-old girl. This is a 16-year-old girl who has a knife fighting another female. 16-year-old. I have a sister. When my sister was 16, she was, you know, playing with makeup and dolls and stuff. No, 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 no. Not your 21st century female. No, 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 no. That is for kids when you're 16. When you're 16, you're considered an adult, I guess, in some communities here. And because she's 16, that's the first thing the news put out. Why didn't the news say uh, uh, a black female wielding a knife on the verge of stabbing another person? Police defended her. Now you got policemen around this country, around this amazing U.S. country. This U.S. country where black men and women are treated better than any other country, right? Even Africa. Even, you know what's funny? Even black Americans can get better treatment in America than if they go to Africa. These black Americans don't know nothing about Africa. They don't know nothing about any other country other than America. America is the best place for a black American by far. That's why you got people jumping uh, fences to get here. Nobody's jumping their fence to go to Africa. Stop it. And you know, I'm just tired of this nonsense. All right, You got these race warriors who follow behind every police shooting like a lawyer runs after an ambulance truck just trying to get something going you got politicians who are on tv telling you how you should feel about something i think i think we got one of the worst presidents in america right now that's my opinion i don't care what no one say i i like trump period yeah, I said it. I like Trump. I didn't think Trump was racist. But person, a black person on the other, I would say he's racist. I didn't think Trump was racist. I don't think Trump was racist. I don't think America is like this big racist melting pot. You got a lot of Congress members who are black. You got the Congressional Black Caucus. You got a lot of black people on TV who are the upper tier, high value people. And they're saying there is racist. How is it racist? They're on TV making money. I, I just don't understand that. They have an opportunity. They're there making their money. And they're still telling me, the average guy, everyday guy, oh, it's racism out there. You need to be worried. Worried about what? I don't do nothing. I go to work. I come home. I do my workouts. I motivate. And I tell people to get their shit together. So now what? I got to make another podcast about how to not get shot, how not to do something stupid. 
People just need to really sit back and relax. All this racism, all this division. This is not what America is about. And I feel like America is like at the peak of racism right now. Like, not like, not the racism that says you're racist, but it's like a person that might not be racist at all. They say something and then you're racist. Everyone's using this word racist, racist. White people don't want to be called racist, right? Because if a white person is called that, then they feel bad, right? This world is jacked up. This whole Michaela Brown shooting, the the, the other policeman who had his knee on the guy's face, uh, neck, all this is racially profiled, racial stimulated. It is doing nothing. There's no uniting, no nothing. Just everybody hates everybody. And you just sit around and just say, I hate you because you're white. I hate you because, you know, you're black, you know, Hispanic, whatever. So stupid. The shooting was, in my opinion, it was, it was, it needed to happen. It, it was, look, you don't come out of the house on the verge of stabbing somebody like you're in the damn Shawshank Redemption. All right. And if a lot of you guys don't know what Shawshank Redemption is, Google it. The girl came out of the house. She was in the house. She came out of the house where the danger was. Then the policeman pulls up, see a young lady wielding a knife on the verge of stabbing somebody. And we still having a long conversation about, well, he should use the taser. Are you serious? You got LeBron James texting out this guy's image to the world. You're next. If I was that deputy, I would sue LeBron might not get anything from it because it's public he didn't really say anything he just said you're next which can be implied in many different ways i guess it doesn't really actually say he's guilty but it's just well it kind of does because this came off of the verdict from this last david chavin i forget his name chavin case he's guilty so lebron james world famous basketball player china loves him he uh, tweets out, you're next to this guy. He doesn't, LeBron isn't a lawyer. LeBron has no, I mean, no experience dealing with legal cases. None. I've seen Judge Judy, and I know more about that. I've been in a courtroom. I've testified. I understand. I've seen people testify. I know the different parts of the courtroom. So, a guy who has over million he has millions of followers tweets out this guy's picture can this guy go out in the community and just be a normal guy he's a normal everyday guy lebron has security lebron has people around him who will protect him not this officer and i think that was just very stupid he lebron james can use his platform for so much more in this community lebron james can say he can advocate for one marriage one of four black women don't get married. So he can actually motivate black women to get married. He can tell, he can motivate women not to get abortions. He can motivate men to be good fathers. No. All he does is follow behind the deaths. But he doesn't even follow behind life. None of them. I think he's a very evil person in some ways. Huh. I might be wrong. Yeah, he might make more money than me. So what? Okay. I'm not six foot four, 
and weigh 280 pounds or how much ever he weighs. I don't even watch him play. And from what I've seen, it's because of LeBron James' outspokenness and all the other stuff going on in the NBA. And they're losing ratings anyway. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about a case. A case involving a white officer and a black person. A case where the news just gravitate around cases like this and they love it. This is like their it makes their mouth salivate. <laughs> it makes their mouth salivate to see these type of um, situations. Okay. So so now what? You know? I'm going to talk about these things. Some people are not going to like it. So what are you going to do? It's time to stand up. Men need to come together. I told my co-workers. Men need to start being like Avengers. Not just like... Not like Avengers Civil War. Because <laughs> that's how it is now. It's like men always say something to another man you want to fight. Why? I'm not your enemy. Men need to realize that. White men, black men. Not all men are your enemy. We need to come together like the damn Avengers. If Listen, there are some asshole white people. But there are some asshole black people. There are some asshole Spanish. It's assholes in every group. And what we need to do as men is levitate to the men who are of sound mind. Alpha and are on their purpose and doing their shit. You follow behind weak men. The men, the type of men who, when you're talking, they got something negative to say to you. When you're talking and you see them act very feminine, this is the thing that you need to levitate from. And I understand sometimes these guys, they kind of come in and they try to argue with you. But listen, let them do them. Try to get you a couple of guys and just be like, look, man, this ain't right. I understand you've seen that, but that ain't right. You know what I mean? It's not black. I don't care what color you are. Team tolerance, we don't we don't think like this. We do what's right. Ugh, so frustrating. I'm a black guy. I'm a black American. Red-blooded, red, white, and blue American. I don't know nothing about any other country. Nothing. I only know America. Got relatives from Mississippi for heaven's sake. All right, fuck. I'm the descendants of fucking sharecroppers, slaves, and shit like that in Mississippi. So when these people come on TV and talk all this bullshit about, oh, we was racist, all oh, that, listen, I don't want to hear that shit. All right, America is the best place. I- where else can that black man go? Where, where are you gonna go? Where are you gonna go to get some respect? Every other country gonna treat you like shit. Because for one, you're black, and for one, you're American. A lot of countries don't like America. <laughs> so, black Americans really need to understand what they got going on. This shit is not going to really play well for them in the long run, in the long game. But Kayla Brown pulled out a knife. She was on the verge of stabbing her. Her father was also out there fighting. How that girl was acting gives a direct, direct idea of what she grew up in. A girl doesn't wake up 16 bringing out a knife and trying to stab somebody. She obviously grew up in a very bad situation. 
Her foster mother was a very was not a good foster mother. Her father was not a good father because he's seen on the camera kicking somebody. She grew up in a bad situation. But guess what? Nobody wants to take responsibility. Blame the police. Daughter's at 16 bringing out knives. See? And then when you look at it and you say it, nobody wants to take responsibility. Everybody just wants to blame this cop. From LeBron James down to the foster care mother who's on TV trying to say how nice her daughter was. Nice girls don't bring knives outside. Period. Come to find out even more into the story, I guess the foster kids had to clean up and uh, the, I guess she was trying to make people help clean up but the other foster kids didn't want to clean up. So she doesn't even know how to deal with how to deal with anger. No conflict resolution skills. But listen, she's 16. Nobody expects her to understand that. But the foster mother should have took control, right? No, it's not the foster mother's right. No, right, right. It's not it's not her fault. Because she's just a victim of circumstance. She's an innocent lady. Evil lady as far as I'm concerned. Evil. I don't care. How does a 16-year-old come outside with a knife? How does a 16-year-old get it into her brain? And then when she gets shot dead, it's not its not nobody's fault except the police officer. And then we got LeBron James tweeting to over 3 million sheep that sheeple that, oh, where are your next? People, you know, people defend this guy when he's wrong. He needs to go on TV and apologize. Or he needs to retweet, oh, I'm sorry. It didn't come out that way. I kind of pre, you know, spoke before I learned all the evidence. That should be done with all cases. Learn all the information you can and then make a judgment call. And not even by you. Okay? You can make opinions about it. But don't say you're next and you know you got millions of followers. Who can make that police officer's life difficult? What? You don't think any of your followers might be in the state that happened? You don't think you got crazies out here in the world that'll just mess with this guy just because? So stupid. You know what? Anyway, I heard Reggie Miller mess with LeBron because LeBron couldn't even get a ring in Cleveland. He had to move around and get a ring. He couldn't even stay. Jordan didn't move all around like that until he got, you know, on the end of his career, he went to Washington. So how can he be one of the greats? He good. Like, I guess he good. I don't watch him. Just makes me upset that, you know, one tweet from some guy who's making a million dollars. This guy isn't creating a relative. You know, he's not doing anything scientific. He's not saving lives. He's not doing anything to help this world. He's a basketball player and he sells shoes and sells commercials. I don't understand how people idolize these people. I would never buy a LeBron James shirt. Shoot. Anything like that. I didn't even buy Michael Jordan's. Because for the simple fact of I don't I just don't understand the, the, that. I don't even buy rap songs. Okay? I buy like one track. 99 cents. Thank you. I'm not going to buy a $30 double disc 
to listen to a rap artist. I'm not going to follow some rap artist on Instagram. I would rather follow a scientist who's doing something in this world. I'm not going to follow a damn basketball player who gets paid to put a ball in the hoop. Come on. We got to be better than that. And then we idolize this guy. And then this guy becomes a leader in the community. That's another problem black people have. We make our athletes our leaders. Because that's the only people we want to look up to? Athletes? Are you serious? I play with athletes. These people ain't that smart. <sighs> that's where we're at. Anyway. Michaela Brown. Period. This is the facts. Michaela Brown was a 16-year-old girl. Brought up in a foster home. Started a fight in the house because other kids who lived in the house did not want to clean up the house. So she had no conflict resolution. She grabbed a knife. She started fighting with people. People came over to her house. She called the police. The police came over. She was still fighting, even with the police out there. She still was fighting. She still yielded a, a, a knife. And she was on the verge of stabbing somebody. And the police defended the girl who was holding a puppy and was in all pain. Period. End of story. And as far as I'm concerned, case closed. Level up your pride. Peace out.